Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Hi. If you are listening to this episode when it comes out, this is the first week of the new year, 2023. I remember that first year after my daughter, Becca, died. She passed in October, so we were thrown right away into all of the end-of-year holidays without her. And as it was getting closer to New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I felt horrible. I felt like going into a new year meant leaving Becca behind on a whole new level. Life was going on without her, and it wasn't supposed to. You know, it doesn't seem to matter how many years it has been since our child left this earth, the holidays always bring an ache to our hearts. We watch our families enjoying time together and we're left wondering what it would be like if he or she were still there and even feeling angry that they should be there. These gatherings and celebrations can feel very much like a slap-in-the-face reminder of who's missing and it can hurt even more when those around us don't seem to remember or even care, it seems like. This heaviness that you might be feeling right now is exactly why I feel led to share about the hope we can still have, even in this place of suffocating darkness. Many of us don't have any idea how we're going to get through the rest of our time here on earth, much less getting to the place of being okay with it. And we definitely cannot see ourselves getting to the place where we want to stick around a while longer because our life has found meaning and purpose again. That's impossible, right? I know that's how some of you feel. We also shake our head in wonderment at how anyone can get through this at all without God to lean on. Even if we're angry at him, something in us knows that we need him. We need his strength. We need his peace. We need his hope. And that is where we're going today with this episode. I have a list of 36 scriptures of hope. I have a list of 36 scriptures of hope that I am going to read to you. Because I want this to flow, I am not going to be reading the scripture reference or telling you the Bible version of each verse that I read. If you want that information, which I hope you do, I will let you know at the end how to get a copy of all the verses that I've read that Dave has made look really nice for you to print out and put somewhere to read them whenever you need to return to your anchor of hope. So with that, here are 36 verses of hope. Lord, you know the hopes of the helpless. Surely you will hear their cries and comfort them. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. The eyes of the Lord are on those whose hope is in his unfailing love. We put our hope in the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in you alone. And so, Lord, where do I put my hope? My only hope is in you. 
Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. May I never forget your words, for they are my only hope. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I have put my hope in your word. I wait for the Lord. My soul waits, and in his word I do hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than those who watch for the morning. Yes, more than those who watch for the morning. Hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is great power to redeem. There is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Even though he kills me, I'll continue to hope in him. At least I'll be able to argue my case to his face. There is hope for a tree that has been cut down. It can come back to life and sprout. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. You alone are my hope in the day of disaster. I'll never forget the trouble, the utter lostness, the taste of ashes, the poison I've swallowed. I remember it all. Oh, how well I remember the feeling of hitting the bottom. But there's one thing I remember, and remembering I keep a grip on hope. God's loyal love could not have run out. His merciful love could not have dried up. They're created new every morning. How great is your faithfulness. I'm sticking with God. I say it over and over. He's all I've got left. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. But as for me, I watch and hope for the Lord. I wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Do not forget to rejoice for hope is always just around the corner. Hold up through the hard times and devote yourselves to prayer. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Trust steadily in God, hope unswervingly, love extravagantly, and the best of the three is love. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. You have been called to one glorious hope for the future. We don't want you to grieve like other people who have no hope. We have put our hope in the living God 
who is the Savior of all people and especially of those who believe. We who have run for our very lives to God have every reason to grab the promised hope with both hands and never let go. It's an unbreakable spiritual lifeline reaching past all appearances right to the very presence of God where Jesus running on ahead of us has taken up his permanent post as high priest for us. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. Rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Those were actually 35 scriptures of hope. I'm saving one scripture to wrap things up with at the end. You might be able to guess which one that is by the title. As I was reading through these scriptures, I realized that before we got started, I did not talk about kind of the definition of hope. You see, in, in our world, hope means something that, well, we hope it will happen. It's something that we wish. It's a wish. I hope it doesn't rain on Saturday when we're planning to go to the zoo or the kids' ball game. I hope they can fix my phone without it costing a lot of money. I hope that, you know, whatever it is, their wishes. But when the Bible talks about hope, it's talking about a confident expectation that God is going to do something. And I know that sounds very similar to faith. And sometimes it seems like there's a, maybe a, a fine line between hope in God and faith in God. And I guess maybe faith is more of that we know it's that blind trusting. I can trust you. I don't understand it. I'm in a lot of pain. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you let this happen? But I'm going to trust you, God. I'm going to trust you that somehow you're going to get me through this. I'm going to trust you. I have faith. I believe that you are going to do this, that you're already doing this on my behalf. You're already behind the scenes working for me. You're already behind the scenes doing what needs to be done so that I can get through this. You're already working even though I can't see it and I don't understand it. That's trust. That's faith. Faith is is that trusting God that no matter what, I'm going to be determined to trust you that you see what I can't see, you know what I don't know, and I, I trust you, God, with everything in my life that happens. Hope is more of a confident expectation that God said he's going to do this, and so I'm, I'm going to expect him to do this. I don't know if you can see that difference or not. So when we read these scriptures of hope, we're not talking about a wishful thinking. Well, I hope God does this. It's more like, no, God, you gave me this promise, and I'm, I'm going to stand in hope. I'm going to stand in, a, in an expectation that you are going to be true to your word. And so I want to encourage you, after talking about this, that hope from God is not wishful thinking. It's, it's a confident expectation that you go back and listen to these verses again with that thought of hope, not the wishing, but the confident expectation that God is who he says he is and that I put my hope, I put my confident expectation in him. 
So go ahead and rewind and listen to these verses again. Well, obviously, I don't know if you rewound and listened to these again, if you had the chance to do that. But either way, like I said, Dave has put all these verses into a nice-looking PDF to download, and it has the scripture references and the versions I used for each verse. If you would like a copy of these, just go to gpshope.org slash go slash hope verses, and I will put a link to that in the show notes as well. I want to let you know that my next book will be coming out soon. Yay! This has been well over a two-year project, and it is called Reflections of Hope, and it's a daily reading for bereaved parents. I'm sharing more details about it, where it is in the process, taking polls on things like the size of the book, and I'm doing that on the GPS Hope private Facebook page. Some of you may not know that we have a public GPS Hope page, and we also have a private page where you can share things with other perievers, knowing it's a safe place because only those who have lost a child and are on the same faith journey are allowed into the group. I would love to have you join me there and be part of the excitement of this book, getting ready to be made available, help me make some decisions on it. I will put a link to the group in the show notes, but also all you have to do is go to Facebook and just in the search, GPS Hope. Now the public page will probably show up at the top and then GPS Hope will show up below that as a group. And it is the GPS Hope Grieving Parents Sharing Hope private group is what you want to ask to join. And when you ask to join, be sure to answer the two questions. If you leave either one of them blank, the first one is, this is a place of faith. This is a safe place for parents who've lost a child who have a faith in God. Maybe their faith has been shattered. Are you okay with this? I need to hear that you're okay with that to be in a group that is going to be talking about God and how this involves the death of our child. And then the second question is just how long have you been a perever? How long have you been on this journey? So you have to answer both of those questions or you will be denied access to the group. And if you are in the group, please do not send someone an invite to join the group because then they don't know about the questions and I have to deny or decline them being in. So if there's someone you want to invite or, you know, let them know about this group, if there's someone you want to join the private GPS Hope group, send them a link and then urge them to join so they can answer the questions and be let in. So I hope you join me, and I will be talking more about the book here, but you can be a little more involved in the process if you join me in the GPS Hope private Facebook page. Let's go ahead and go on to this week's birthdays. Joseph Johanna was born on January 6th and is forever 23. Ryan Hines was born on January 7th and is forever 27. We celebrate the day these two men came into the world. It will always be a special day for these families. If you would like to have your son or daughter's birthday announced the week of his or her birthday, I would be honored to do that. Just go to gpshope.org slash birthdays. There's just a short little form to fill out, including the pronunciation of your child's name, if it sometimes gets pronounced wrong, because I do want to say it correctly for you. And Dave will send you an email 
to remind you to listen the week that your son or daughter is shared with the other listeners on the week of their birthday. There is one scripture I left out, which I did mention, and it's actually the title of this episode. And it is sitting right in front of me right now as I record. It's beautifully written on a white stone given to me by my good friend and fellow Perever, Sarah Nelson, who has been a guest on here several times. And it is Hebrews 6, 19. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. Remember, hope is not wishful thinking. I am not having a wish that... God is an anchor for my soul. This is a confident expectation. Even if I feel like I'm drifting, even if it feels like I'm doing more than drifting, I'm drowning in the waves. He is. I have a confident expectation. You can have a confident expectation that he is your anchor. He is not going to let you drown. I also want to read it from the list of verses in the NLV translation that says, this hope is a safe anchor for our souls. It will never move. This hope goes into the holiest place of all, behind the curtain of heaven. I hope and pray God's word coming through me today to you has brought the hope you needed as we start this new year. And of course, I have to close with one more word of hope, and that's my acronym for HOPE, H-O-P-E. Hold on, pain eases, there is 